Welcome to Travels in a Mathematical World, a podcast from the Institute of Mathematics and its Applications, the IMA. My name is Peter Rowlett, and this is episode 6. The minimum number of colours that are always sufficient to colour any map on a Mobius strip is 6. Okay, it's the second week of the month, and that means it's Maths History Week on the podcast. Um, this week, Noel Am Bradshaw of the University of Greenwich and Meetings Coordinator for the British Society for the History of Mathematics will talk to us about the tragic life of Evariste Galois. Evariste Galois was one of the most fascinating and inspirational mathematicians I know of, but he had a very tragic and short life. He died in a duel at the age of 20, but left behind enough mathematics to shape the face of abstract algebra as we learn today. He was born in France in 1811. He was educated at home by his mother until the age of 12 when he attended the lycée of Louis Le Grand. His school record is good, and he is reported as receiving several prizes during this time. But in 1827, Galois began to study mathematics, and it seems that it's at this point that the rest of his schooling went downhill. His teacher, Monsieur Vernier, says of him, It is the passion for mathematics which dominates him, I think it would be best for him if his parents would allow him to study nothing but this. He is wasting his time here and does nothing but torment his teachers and overwhelm himself with punishments. He took the entrance exam for the École Polytechnique in 1828, but failed. Remaining at school, he was encouraged to read the work of Legendre, which he absorbed enthusiastically. This led to his current teacher, Louis Richard, declaring, This student works only in the highest realms of mathematics. In 1829, at the age of 17, Galois had his first paper published on continued fractions. This had been refereed by Cauchy, who was an influential mathematician at the time in the French Académie de Sciences. All seemed to be going well for this mathematical genius, but three months later, tragedy struck. His father had been mayor of Bourges-la-Reine, where Galois grew up. But he had made an enemy of the village priest, who falsified scandalous documents directed at members of Galois' own family. The shame was more than Monsieur Galois could stand, and in July of 1829 he hung himself. The death of his father in such circumstances affected young Galois deeply. His second and final attempt at sitting the entrance test for the École Polytechnique was scheduled for a few weeks after this tragic event, and it is of little surprise that he failed it. There are varied accounts of this test, including one that says that Galois threw a board rubber at the examiner's face, but I have to say these are largely unsubstantiated. Instead, Galois had to study at the inferior institution the Incol Normal. He seems to have taken hold of the mathematical opportunities offered to him here and rejected all others. After his exams, his mathematics teacher reported, This pupil is sometimes obscure in expressing his ideas, but he is intelligent and shows a remarkable spirit of research. Whereas, in contrast, his literature teacher remarked, This is the only student who has answered me poorly. 
he knows absolutely nothing. I was told that this student has an extraordinary capacity for mathematics. This astonishes me greatly, for after his examination, I believed him to have but little intelligence. There then followed a turbulent period of Galois' life fraught with difficulty. There are many and varied accounts of this, and it is not easy for commentators to separate fact from fiction. However, it appears that Galois sent Cauchy a further paper. Cauchy asked him to make changes, which he did, and resubmitted it in 1830. The paper was sent to Fourier to be considered for the grand prize in mathematics. We know that Fourier received it, but sadly he died before he'd had a chance to look at it. Galois learned that Arbel and Jacobi were to be awarded jointly the prize, and that his work was never even considered. There was great political upheaval in France at this time, and much rioting on the streets of Paris. Galois, always the political activist, was caught up in this, which for various reasons led him to being expelled from the École Normale. Galois returned to his own mathematical endeavours and had two or three minor articles published. He also tried to start some mathematics classes in higher algebra, which are reported to have attracted 40 students. But numbers dropped dramatically after the first meeting. Galois must have been well known in mathematical circles at the time, as Sophie Germain, a well-respected French mathematician who had done significant work with Legrandre and Gauss, commented in a letter to a fellow mathematician just before her death, The death of Monsieur Fourier may have been too much for this student Galois, who in spite of his impertinence showed signs of a clever disposition. All this has done so much that he has been expelled from École Normale. He is without money. They say he will go completely mad. I fear this is true. If only this had been written to someone a bit more influential, maybe Galois' life might have been longer. The following year, Galois was arrested and imprisoned on two occasions for making threats against the king. It seems to be at this point that Galois met and had some form of liaison with the prison doctor's daughter, Stephanie Felice Dumotel. The subsequent events are shrouded in mystery, and there are many accounts, all slightly different. However, there seems to be a consensus of opinion that Galois' feelings were not reciprocated. Nevertheless, he ended up fighting a duel over Stephanie. He was shot in the stomach and died shortly afterwards. He is reported as saying to his brother, don't cry. I need all my courage to die at 20. Before his death, Galois had already written up more of his mathematical thoughts and discoveries. Galois' brother sent these papers to Gauss and Jacobi, who made no comment. The papers eventually came into the hands of Liouville, who published them in 1846. These notes became the basis for much that we call group theory and Galois theory today. If Galois had not died at such a young age, he would have had a bigger impact on these and perhaps other areas of mathematics. Okay, I hope you found that interesting. 
I mentioned Nolan is a PhD student at the University of Greenwich. I was at the University of Greenwich a couple of weeks ago, and I spoke to a few students who told me they listen to the podcast, which is very nice to hear. You can find out more about the podcast, read show notes related to today's episode, and, of course, this is the address to point people to, if you enjoy the podcast and you think they will as well, and that is www.travelsinamathematicalworld.co.uk. Thank you for listening.